We got devices. We good. We got devices. We're all good. We got devices. We're coming in hot today. Look out for a hot episode today. Real hot. I dropped my phone, so I'm coming back. Give me a second. Just get myself comfortable, getting in about it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the double digi episode. Oh my god, we made it. 10. We've made it to double digi. So let's have a, a party and we'll get a cake and we'll have 10 candles on it and stuff. We fucking um, made it that far. We fucking so made welcome it. Welcome to episode 10 of Dead End Frey. My name is Craig Jimison and my boy with me is... Gary, I hate the police, Gordon. Here we go. <laughs> We're coming in so hot today, it's unreal. It's absolutely unreal. If nobody... Unreal. If, if nobody has seen the news and seen what has went down today, then we're about to give you a first-class review. <laughs> a first-class breakdown. Yeah, we're breaking it down. It will, not, it will not be first-class. It will be us going fucking berserk about stuff. But enjoy. It'll be second-rate, if anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a day, folks. It's been a, it's been a real day. Uh, Glasgow has been... Popping off is um, yeah. it's made me real proud to actually be Glaswegian for the first time in a long time. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're one person that I has said many times that you would like to live elsewhere. So it's nice hearing that kind of stuff from you because you know how I feel about where we are. Like I love being here and I love I love the city and stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I, and this just, is the thing. Just I do love the city. I love the city so much, but it's just I want to try other places. You know, it's not her. It's me. I just need to. I need to fall back in love with Glasgow again, you know. Yeah. But like little moments like today makes me, you know, I'm there. I'm there again, you know. Ish. Just now, until ish. she annoys me again, then I'm away, you know. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, it's been it's been nice. It's made me real proud of of the city that we live in. Um, in case you haven't seen today, Thursday the thirteenth of May. Uh, there's been dawn raids starting again in Glasgow. Um, basically, immigration sweeps that are kind of taking quote-unquote illegal immigrants out of the city and deporting them back to wherever it was they came from. And these raids are wrong. They are illegal. And the police have gotten involved, which is not something that they were supposed to do. Um, they're supposed to be here to, you know, serve and protect. But, nope, not today. So it was a... It was an order kind of laid out by the Home Office um, during the time where all the, the MSPs in Glasgow and Scotland were um, being sworn in so couldn't really do anything about it at the time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, so basically, yeah, very convenient, you know. Love that Tory government. Um, that's sarcasm, by the way. Full sarcasm in jest. In I'm, full ingest, there is no, I am, nothing pleasant to be said. The only thing blue about me is my nose. Moan the gems. <laughs> but that is about it. Other than that, we are strictly living in a liberal household, you know? <laughs> Not the Lib Dems, fuck them as well. Like, just like full on lefty, okay? <laughs> just to make it, real cl- make it real yeah. clear. Only um, got a left nut. That's all it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, all we got, all we got. But yeah, so it's you know, Glasgow kind of showed out, which was good. They basically yep. surrounded the police van and said, "We're not going home till you let these boys out." Yep. And that was it. We they like they in stayed the typical, there in the typical Glaswegian fashion. Like, the thing that you will see come out of Glasgow quite often. Obviously, as you went off last week and talked some shit about Castle Milk, there are places in Glasgow that are pits. But fundamentally, Glasgow is an amazing place full of absolutely amazing people. It's like, I mean, I don't, I've never lived in any other city. Glasgow's been my home since I was born, so maybe I'm super biased, but... yeah. Just the people that I know from here, the people that have grown up here, it just, 
it feels like home and you just i felt like i was in tears watching stuff today like oh i'm just watching the video i've been welling up see when the boys were like when the two the two guys that were being detained get let out the back of the van and stuff and it was just like the thousands of people in the street just cheering and clapping and it was just like such a joyous celebration because it was like we've we've sat in the past year and we've watched so many so much horrible shit happened through the pandemic. There was obviously all the stuff happened that, that happened in America with George Floyd and BLM, where it turned yep. into absolute carnage. And then we saw the stuff with fucking Sarah Everard down south, where that also turned into absolute carnage. So we've had to watch, and then obviously there's the stuff, sorry, also happening between the Palestinians and Israel. That's just turned into complete turmoil as well. So it's like we're we're sitting back and always seeing these things turn into just complete chaos in a total fucking war zone. Yeah. So seeing it today, when I first saw it, when I got up this morning and I saw it starting to unfold, I was sitting here thinking, fuck, just because of what we've seen in the past year, this makes me really goddamn nervous. As soon as I saw there was a police presence showing up where they fucking shouldn't be, like you said before, they fucking shouldn't have showed up. It's not their fucking fight. It is not their thing they should be at. They were obviously sent out under the ruse of we're here to keep the peace. But as we know in Glasgow and as we've seen in the past in Glasgow, if the police if the police show up nine times out of ten, it turns into something a lot fucking worse than it needs to be. So as soon as I saw that the police presence was starting to show up at this this morning, I started properly to panic because I was thinking... After everything that we've seen happen in the past year and a bit, everything that we've had to watch unfold, all the protests turning, all the peaceful protests turning violent, I was genuinely starting to get concerned, like, am I going to have to watch this in my own city with the people that I love? So the fact that that's not what happened, the fact that an actual peaceful protest had the outcome that we were hoping for, gave me so much faith and hope for the future of the city absolutely man i couldn't have said it better myself yeah it's been it's been it's been a real day of it you know like i feel like we've kind of gone back and forth and there's always going to be the the argument like oh who are you going to phone if something goes wrong fuck them you know like all of them like the, the 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 whole oh it's not every cop that's a bad cop bullshit doesn't really fly with me because it's the same as the like the all men are trash statement you know the only people who get upset at that are the bad men you know like okay there's always going to be a few like bad apples or rotten eggs but sorry within the police there can't be any bad eggs can't be any rotten apples like that's exactly if that's the standard that we're holding them to if that's the standard we're holding them to then we're not holding them to a high enough standard if we're saying oh you know there can be a couple of little bad apples in there throw the fucking bag out exactly a couple of fucking rotten apples in your sack throw the sack out like that doesn't it doesn't work that way you just because you're saying oh you know one out of every five cops is a bit of an arsehole that's a problem because that's fucking one person out of five that's going to cause a fucking fight out of nothing. Yes, yeah, one too many, like, for sure, you know? Oh, anyway. <laughs> We're coming yeah. in so hot. We're amped up. We're fired up. I'm mainly angry as well because I had to travel around the entire town to try and find veggie burgers, and that annoyed me too. Like, <laughs> I was already at boiling point, and then I was like, okay, now I'm annoyed. <laughs> It's been a day of it. It's been a full day of it. And basically, Glasgow is the best city in the fucking world. And you can yep. fuck off if you don't yep. agree. Yep, right. <sighs> Podcast is done. Hit the off button. Let's go home. Bye. We are over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, did get, I did get a message off someone, uh, a narc, who was just like, Oh, blah, 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 unfollowed. And I was like, <laughs> my punk rock credentials have never been higher in their entire <laughs> life. It's insane. As if I'm arsed, big man. Exactly. It just blows my mind the, the fact that, like, imagine how, that, that from that person's standpoint, they must have thought that that was going to be such a blow to you. <laughs> So like, they oh, decided no. to unfollow you on Instagram. Just oh, like, ah. 
this guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this guy's day. Tell him what I really think about his story that he posted, and then unfollow him. Uh, okay, oh. bro. We're all still gonna die at some point. So who gives a Man. fuck? The dude plays in a fucking ACDC cover band and rides a Harley Davidson. Be more <laughs> of a fucking police officer, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, get lost, punk. Oh, I'm not He's on it. the highway of hell, bro. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Suck my. He's ass. back in blue. Fuck off. Oh, shut up. Back in blue. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, fuck the police. Um, how you doing? You feeling okay? You've been pretty unwell today, right? Oh, I felt fucking awful today. I really did. I felt absolutely dreadful. Woke up this morning with just the, the worst sicky feeling. Uh, managed to keep it all down. Was just like, I'm just going to have some dry toast and see how I get on. Managed to keep all my food down. And I've, I think in the past maybe like hour uh-huh. is the most human I have felt since I got up this morning. I just felt fucking <coughs> awful. It was just one of those it was one of those days where you just don't have any energy to do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not that's not a good thing when you have a fucking a two year old and a six year old that need to go to school and nursery and shit and you're just like Yeah, oh, they need to I do stuff. I straight up do not want to make your breakfast. Please just figure it out yourself. You're two now <laughs> or you're nearly two now. Find a bowl, find some form of food and then eat it. Go foraging. Get a job. Pay me rent. <laughs> You're too, you are two years old. <laughs> Living in this house rent free? Don't fucking think so. <laughs> I'm glad and you didn't not, throw up. Though. He is. Ah, yeah. Oh, that, was, that was quite nice. He's not an easy kid. He's not an easy child at all. There's, I remember, I still remember people saying this to me. Like, Obviously, me and, me and Emma had our first when we were very young. Like, I think I was only, how old am I now? 28. I was only 22 when Luna was born. So we had our yeah. kids fucking super young because Emma's only about a year older than me. Um, and I still remember when we had Luna, they were just like, like because Luna was like a great fucking baby. She was dead easy. Like, we were we th- had a fucking cakewalk. And we were like, oh man, this is, this is fucking great. And I still remember everybody saying like, yo, don't get complacent. If you decide to have another one, it's not gonna be like that. Like, ah, fuck off. As if, man. We'll just do the same thing that we did with our first, and it'll all be fine and dandy. And then, I mean, there was like f- four years, four years between the two. So for a bit, we were like, ah, we're not gonna bother having any more. But then, health things happened with Emma, and it was a bit like, well, that decision is gonna be made for you whether or not you want to have more kids. So, you need to make the decision now if you do. So, ultimately, we decided, like, yeah, fuck it, we'll have a second. <clears throat> we had a good laugh. Luna was always fun. And then we had a fucking child that straight up came out of, like, an 80s horror film. Like, the kid <laughs> already, like, immediately looks like Chucky. Like, he has the most insane fucking hair. And we put dungarees on him quite a lot. So, he already looks like Chucky. But then at any given moment, this dude has causing fucking mayhem in our house. Absolute mayhem in our house. Like, what was it? What was he doing this morning? Like, just this morning alone. Like, he nearly ripped the curtains off the wall. Like, he went to nursery at 8 o'clock this morning, right? <laughs> 8 o'clock. He was, he was awake and functioning for two hours because he got up about 6. And in the space of those two hours, this entire house was in turmoil. So it was like, curtains Jesus. nearly ripped off the wall. Every fucking... He had like a full pack of wipes ripped out. So there was just like a fucking carpet of wipes all over the floor. He had <coughs> every book from his box of books all over the floor in his room. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Like, he's sleeping just now and I'm still fucking tired. Like, he's, he's yeah, non-stop. But you, know, you know in, like, what, eight hours time or something? That's now your reality again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking mental, and I still remember those people being like, "Yo, you're not gonna have a child like Luna again," because she was so simple. We're like, ah, "Fuck off, are we? It'll be fine." And fucking hell, were we wrong? <clears throat> honestly, they couldn't yeah. be any more different as kids. 
I'll fucking fucking mental. I'll fucking teach you. No fucking teach you. <laughs> oh, it's mental. Absolutely it mental. But then at the same time, like we always we all always say it, like we're quite happy that we decided to have our kids a bit younger. Because it's like, yeah. we actually do have energy at the moment. Like, if we'd had fucking, like, if we'd decided to have our kids in, like, our fucking mid to late 30s. Oh, God, I don't think I would have fucking survived. Yeah, that's game over, man. That doesn't sound like a good time at all. Like, your body's already betraying you at that point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not a, it's not a good time. Not a good time at all. <laughs> But since the last time, uh, we have seen each other in real life. Actual oh face-to-face contact. I can't believe it. Actual people. I know. I know. It felt like it so was so long. insane. It, ha- it, was well, I mean, it has been. I mean, it hasn't really been. Like, a, we've kind of passed each other. <laughs> Aye, like, we've kind of, like, seen each other briefly. It's not been, like, yeah. a solid couple of hours of hanging out, which this weekend, or Monday. When was it? Sunday. Sunday was. Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> I woke up on that Monday morning real hungover. <laughs> and I didn't even feel like we drank all that much. Yeah, I think there was maybe like two beers left. And you also did share a bottle of wine. I did. I did. But it's all good. We had a great time. It was. It was really fucking nice. Just having that bit of like normal conversation. Because we also didn't have the kids in tow. So it was just like it was just nice to have something that wasn't listening to a six-year-old talk about fucking LOL dolls and shit. Like it was I don't even know what that is. Don't really want to know either. Don't ever. Don't ever figure it out. It's awful. I don't know how much I'm... I've tried to get Luna to get into like dope shit, like Pokemon and stuff. Ugh, never works. Never just works. Just no arse. She's just not interested. No she, she's just into... I mean, she's a girl. I'm not going to stop her. She's a very girly girl. At this point in time, anyway, whatever she decides yeah. to do, she get older is up to her. But at this point in time, she's a very girly girl, so it's super pink shit, super girly girl toys that she's into and all that. I mean, she's kind of getting into like computer games, but like I'm just a terrible parent that hasn't really given her stuff to do it because she keeps talking about Minecraft, and I know Minecraft is actually pretty fucking sick, but. I've just never got her anything to like play it on because I'm just such a fucking shit dad. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea anything about it. I used to have like a couple of clients that were kids like back in Perth, and like I could yeah. just mention Minecraft to him, and he would go off on one for a good half hour, and I'd be like, "Cool, that's your haircut over. See you later." <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! <clears throat> actually, you fucking did you not recently or this week cut? My brother's kids here. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. The fucking, the fucking <clears throat> crazy man. His hair man, is redonk. It it was. It's definitely way shorter now. Um, but all he did was fucking scream at me for half an hour. I was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the kid was fine, but your brother was a fucking pain in the ass. Honestly, <laughs> he was crying, roaring, crying. Nah, I'm kidding. He was alright. <laughs> the wee man. The wee man was just crying. He was definitely, like, confused about the entire situation. Why is this weird man coming at me with sharp objects? It's yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very understandable. Yeah. That was a, I yeah. think it was a conversation we were having with somebody recently. It's just, like, there are a lot of... There are a lot of babies and kids that will be really confused that there are more people in the world. After yeah, the like, lockdown babies... Yeah. Lockdown babies have no clue there's a world out there, you know? <laughs> it's so insane. Like, I think I think Mac is maybe alright because he goes to nursery like two days a week, so he knows yeah, he's of been... other children and shit. Yeah, socialised slightly. Yeah, I mean, not to say that he's in any way fucking independent, because he's not. He's fucking so no. attached to us. But he knows of people, but there are there are. There will be kids out there that have just got fucking no idea about the world that's around them because all they know is, like, their parents or their grandparents or their guardian. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just... Fuck. Like, imagine... I wouldn't... I couldn't be able to fathom that shit. Like, imagine just being one of those kids and just getting taken to, like, a fucking shopping centre. 
and just be yeah. like, oh, there's this many fucking people in the world? Too many. Too many people. Stop it. Huh? This is awful. Yeah, no. I mean, I still get like, I sometimes know that I'm, what, 28? I'm like, outside, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, look at all these people. Oh. Why do they keep being born? Why do they keep growing? I uh, don't like it. Mm, stop it. I've still not been to anything, like, major. Like, because all the shopping centres and, and, like, the town and all that, it's all kind of reopened. I've still not been yeah. to anything like that yet. I'm still, like, not I stay indoors. I don't like to go out and do things and see people. I just don't have I a mean, desire to do it. We've been out to, like, the pub. And we've been out to, like, a couple of restaurants and stuff, and it's been sick. Um, But... Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. It takes you a wee while to get used to that. Yeah. Um, Which is, again, understandable. Like, it's been in and out over the last year or so that you've been able to do that. You just kind of look around and it feels normal, which is what's weird about it. Like, the first mm-hmm. time we went out for dinner and we were just sat there and I was like, God, the only thing strange about this is how, like, okay this feels. You would. I, I thought I was going to have a bit more anxiety about it, but I guess it's just because I've been working for the last two months. Like, yeah. I've been, I've been around folk again. Like, I've been able to ease myself back into it that way. Um, like, it'll be fine. Like, I think once everyone's out and doing stuff, especially like from next week when the rules change a little bit more, mm-hmm. so there's more things that can go on and you can see more people and all that. Like. It will take a little while for everyone to kind of, like, settle back into that way. But, I don't know, man. I feel like we're at the end of it. Like, it's obviously going to be around for another hell of a long time. But mm-hmm. I feel like we're we're out of the... The... The, the lockdown pe- scenario. Yeah, I don't feel like we'll ever go back into that. I feel like... The, 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 the numbers are still staying down. There's not been that many deaths more and more folk have been vaccinated so it's kind of like light at the end of the tunnel man you know or i hope so anyway yeah. that is that's my hope yeah you still just got to keep it in the back of your mind it's it's not it's not left people are like there's obviously the vaccine program rolling out but then people are just much more aware of it now like people have managed to adjust their lives well i mean <clears throat> we've had to we've all managed to adjust our lives living with it so people are a bit yeah. more cautious of things so you do hope that it stays at bay but this it's not gone like there'll never be a point where it's actually away no the- not by any stretch of the imagination at least not for another couple of years like until it's everyone's been vaccinated and vaccinated in a way that makes everyone else safe you know mm-hmm. we're always going to be dealing with some sort of hangover from this like it was a global pandemic, you know, like, it wasn't just a little outbreak, it was fucked. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think everyone still needs to be somewhat vigilant, they need to be, like, understanding of other people's anxieties and stresses about going out and doing things and people being too close to them. Um, yeah. But I think we're getting there, and I, I am more than happy for that to be a thing. Yeah. I mean, I've I've always been a bit funny about people being near me anyway, like regardless of even pre-COVID, I didn't really like people standing very close to me. I don't know if it's yeah, you were doing it before it was pick. cool. <laughs> <laughs> it just like being out of the shops and stuff. See, like especially when I'm in like a queue, that must that is definitely one of my biggest fucking pet hates. Is see when I'm standing in a queue, especially like christmas season and shit and you're standing in the queue it's hot as fuck there's already too many fucking people in the shop you're just standing in the queue waiting to buy your things and some motherfucker comes in the queue behind you and just stands entirely too fucking close to the point where you can feel their fucking energy behind you and it's like i just want to turn around to these people and be like yo yo six feet fuck off yeah i was on the bus today getting off the bus i was standing waiting to get off the car, the the bus was still in motion, and like yeah. the person behind me, I felt their foot on the back of my heel, and I was like, Jesus! I, I like turned round and I was like, What? Huh? 
like yeah like i forgot i forgot my my headphones today so i was like having to deal with normal noises and i could just feel this mm-hmm. person behind me and i was like what is going on and i was they were like, oh i'm sorry and i was like sorry get lost get away from me like, <laughs> weirdo. Yo, yo, yo. six feet back on up that is definitely what that makes me uh, it's like but it makes me like irrationally fucking angry and it, to the point where like i know that emma clocks it when i'm getting pissed when somebody's like standing <laughs> entirely too close and she'll kind of like nudge me in front of her or something if we're in the queue so the person's yeah. standing too close to emma rather than to me i don't know why i don't know where that comes from it just makes me so fucking irrationally angry it's like just give people their fucking space but it's been like that since fucking before we had to give each other space so it's like heightened now which makes it so much worse so if i'm in like <laughs> aldi or some shit doing my weekly shop fucking shout out aldi sponsor <laughs> <laughs> if i'm getting my weekly shot by my fucking my dark chocolate and like some fucking cat trap for my fucking pet and then i'm standing in the fucking queue with my fucking trolley i keep swearing i'm so mad just thinking about it i'm so mad just fucking thinking about it i get so red hot and some fucking dickhead comes up right behind in the queue man i feel my neck going up i feel my shoulders get real tight and I feel the fucking red start coming up from the chest, working its way up <laughs> and working its way up. And I am the most fucking like passive aggressive motherfucker ever. Like I would yeah, never say anything passive. because I'm such a bitch. I would never say anything. And I'll just kind of like every so often just kind of give them a look, being like, listen to my signal that I am not giving you and back the fuck up. Listen Please. to me sigh. <sighs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Depending on what mood I'm in, I might make a snarky comment. Yeah. But it's also so bitch. It's so bitch. Just say it up front. Just be like, yo, you make me uncomfortable. Step back a minute. Instead yeah. of going, fucking woman behind us standing a bit close, isn't she? Like a fucking real bitch. Ah. Oh. <laughs> but that's everyone's move, you know? It's like people have that move and then. Depending on who you are, they have, like, the either I'm coming at you or yeah. I'm going to stay quiet until I pay for this and then just go, oh, at the yeah. till, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I fully imagine, like, if you got, like, Emma in the wrong mood, like, she'd be, like, full port oh, Glasgow, knives oh. coming out the sock and all that, you know? Like, yeah. She's ready for you. <laughs> but then the I rest of the time, she's just like, ah. Yeah, I bet. And straight up comes I from bet. my mum. I've been, I think I've been shopping where mum once or twice. And like the slightest fucking thing that like I myself wouldn't even clock because I'm just like not bothered enough unless it's somebody standing entirely too close. <sighs> she gets full on fucking blood red mad. And it's so fucking funny. So like, that fucking cunt over there going absolutely ham talking full volume and like tesco and port glasgow with everybody <laughs> and their granny has a fucking wayne eating dug and she's like ah, fucking cunt over there so I'm oh my her. god keep it dick fuck it's funny it's so funny. every so often when you see the port come out of emma it's fucking brilliant like the the she's she is very um <clears throat> It was a, a very introverted person. She's not she's not um one for letting herself out and letting herself go. But there's been times where like the drink brings it out of her for sure. It bring, it turns her into a fucking animal and I I love that version of Emma. I absolutely fucking love her. We've had this conversation so many times. Like obviously Emma is the fucking woman of my dreams and I'd love her no matter what. But I love also love the fucking dark side that comes out of her when she's got a drink in her. Like, cause we all, we all remember our good friend Johnny and Sasha's engagement party. Yep. That night was <laughs> the ultimate dark side of Ewa. And it was every single person that was at that party or at that engagement party specifically will say, if we're ever talking about that, that night, they'll specifically say, Emma had a few, didn't she? Yep. Yeah, she did. Yep. But she was having a good time. That's allowed. It was so good. That was such a fun night. 
We don't remember yeah. much, truthfully. I remember showing up late. Obviously. Um, oh, I went to see Morrissey. <laughs> uh. Yeah. That's fine. Because I was there with, like, my ex. And um, mm-hmm. I remember, like, walking into the room and Emma, like, rushed me. She was like, buy that lassie a drink. And I was like, hi, Emma. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> like, literally just got there. I still got my coat on. Like, shut up. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, it was a fun night. Did she not uh, delete her Facebook like the next day because she was so embarrassed? The next day, she was so embarrassed. She was like, "Oh my god, I I don't really want people like finding me because obviously there was like a lot of people at that party that she didn't know because we don't. There was we don't more know people. A lot of people. Yeah, there was more people at it she didn't know than you for sure. Yeah, I mean we we don't we don't um, socialize particularly no we have a very small circle of people we socialize with so even myself i didn't really know a lot of them but obviously like good pals with johnny and sasha so that was fucking it was nice meeting them and stuff you know but i think she was of that way where she was like there were so many people there i don't know and i don't want them finding me and tried to then have a conversation about the fact that i was such a fucking mess (laughs) so she's straight up deleted facebook was just like nope (laughs) Don't want that on my conscience. <laughs> uh, no, it was good. It was a good time. Oh, Jeebus. Sorry. Wow. Just letting it out a wee, letting it out a wee fat. Um, oh, wow. Fuck. Right, so, last week, I remembered, don't know if you did, but last week I threw the gauntlet down for you on some of your LPs, and I bet you forgot. I didn't forget. I've just been packing, um, so my uh, my records are in a box. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can do this real quick. I can find something that's nice. Right. Well, for people that aren't aware, Gary is in the process of moving out of his his bedroom home. His bed, his home. <laughs> I can't. Home. Even, what? My bedroom home. His childhood home bedroom. Oh my god! Oh my god. I can't say words anymore cannot say words so he is currently packing up his entire 28 years of life and his tiny ass room that he's got to move so anytime i text him or anytime i speak to him he's straight up just saying i fucking hate packing i don't want to do this like well don't buy a house live with your parents forever and then you don't need to do it don't need to worry about it so he's right. after even put throwing down the gauntlet last week saying yo what are these lps that you like what are your records you like he heard me say it, he agreed to do it this week, and this motherfucker still packed them away in a box. How fucking rude could you be? <coughs> you told me you were going oh. to be quick. This has been so long. There's only so much I can say by myself. Okay, we I need each other, we're the yin and yang. You right. do realise that I, I can't even hear you because you're away from your I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm right. back, I'm back. I was shouting. I was shouting. So <laughs> I did I did a lucky dip. Uh, and it just happened to be three great records that I pulled out. Um, okay. If there's so, no num- story on them, I'm going to be furious, by the way. Numer- there's, there's no story other than oh. they're all banging records that I love. Um, but I can give you some stories. Hit, hit me. Okay, so number one, we have the Ramones, End of Century. Um, I love this album, right? It doesn't, it's not that it gets a bad rap, but it's cheesy, you know? Like, I mean, includes hit singles, Baby I Love You and Rock and Roll High School. Those are corny ass songs, right? Yep. Uh, So (laughs) I bought this... I bought this record in a tiny little village called Beverly in Yorkshire, just outside of Hull. Cute. Um, I I'm I'm like still on the hunt for all of the Ramones records, like on right. on vinyl. Um, so I found this in like a tiny little shop, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't think I'd find this here." And the guy goes, yeah. "Oh yeah, I've I've got a I've actually got a a Baby I Love You seven inch single if you want it." And I was like, "Oh fucking wow. right, let's see it." He brought it out, mint condition. It was like, um, it was like, pff, a very, very early pressing of it, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, how much are you looking for for it? And he goes, oh, 150 quid. And I was like, <gasps> for one? For for this? No. Ouch. Sorry, Damn. sir. No bueno. No sale. <laughs> um, no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. Uh, so, and then... The next record I have is an absolute screamer. I've got a Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Uh, <laughs> the the album Night Moves. So let's just look at these honkies, you know? <laughs> like, oh that is my a group god! Of white fellas. Apart from this guy here, he is not. Apart a white from that fella. boy, yeah. But like everyone else, super white. Is they are the a, most white? It's just a real strong cover. And like the song Night Moves is amazing. It's on Grand Theft Auto 5 and it makes me just smile whenever I hear it. Because I think it's a really good song. Boogie. It's it's just good, you know? It's just a good record. And sometimes you just need to have a good record. I found it at a... I was working at some like pop-up market thing in Hillhead Book Club. Fuck that place. Uh-huh. Um, and there was like a record bit at it and I was like, Amazing. I am going to collect this record because it is very, very good. Wait, uh, why fuck that place? I don't know. Why was that a comment? Uh, so the last time I was there, I walked out without play, uh, paying my bill. Um, because... Is that you being shitty, though? No, no, it was my birthday. Um, right. And it took them an hour and a half to bring me my breakfast, uh, which, when it arrived, was cold. And then they told they told me that they would give us the drinks for free, and then it took them twenty minutes to come and get the bill, and I was like, "Well, I'm taking that money back, and I'm walking out." Uh, so we did, and I, I've I've not been back since. I will straight up, re- excuse me, straight up refuse to go in there. Um, was it busy? Just no. It was a Sunday morning. Shouldn't it? it was like the least busy I've ever seen it. I worked in hospitality. I'm very, very like mindful of people who work in hospitality because it's a really hard industry to work in. You're constantly like rushed off your feet. You've got sore feet, and people are crap. But I'm really nice, you know. Like, and I just I was not having it. I was like, it's my fucking birthday. I'm <laughs> bye. I'm an entitled piece of shit. It's my birthday. Anyway, so the next record I've got for you is an absolute belter. And arguably the only good record that this band have. Um, so I've got The Joshua Tree by U2. Um, just great, really, you know. Mainly for the first song, like, where the streets have no name. It has like a minute and 20 second intro, which is too long. But also, yeah. for whatever reason... Love it. Music video for it's also class. They're on top of a roof singing. Love that. Um, still haven't found what I'm looking for. With or without you. Come on. Like, these are all absolute bangers, you know. Second side, n- n- not so great. But, you know, it's fine. Like, sometimes. Oh, I've actually got a real good record. Hold on. Let me find this. Fill the space, please, Craig. I have nothing to fill it with. I have nothing to fill. This is too. This is far too much responsibility for me to try and fill space. When I have fucking nothing to say unless it's making fun of you. <coughs> well, I'm spending my time staring at a wall while this motherfucker actually does something. I mean, I could get my record out as well because they're right in front of me, but I feel like Gary's are a lot more fun than mine. I can't believe you've done this to me. I will probably end up cutting all of this out because I'm having to sit here and fucking talk by myself. And it's even more annoying the fact that I know he can hear me because he's got his wireless headphones on. So I know he can hear every fucking word that I'm saying. And he's the other side of the room. And he's still shouting. And I have no idea what he's fucking saying. Still shouting. Oh, stop complaining. I heard that. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, you would pack all your shit away and then we still needed to finish the segment from last week. This is fucking absolute horse shit. And we were fucking shouting and screaming last week about how shit the episode was and now I need to fucking fill this goddamn space. I mean, my whole record collection is basically just fucking Rainfalls LPs because we ordered a far too many and then tried to sell them and nobody wanted it. I think we ordered... I actually don't know the number. We ordered so many for a re-release that we did. So we re-released our first EP with acoustic stuff 
on the B side. And we ordered so fucking many. And I think I have like three boxes worth still here. And I'm going to actually check the date on it. But I think we actually printed these in like 2015 or 2016. And they're still here. I don't. I didn't even date them. It was me that did all the designs on them and stuff, and I didn't even fucking date them because I'm terrible at everything. But yeah, I have about. I think there's three boxes worth of them still in my fucking house, and like I don't even know how to dispose of LPs. Like, is there a way of? I need to look up if there's a way of like recycling them or something. Because it's a waste. Right. Have you stopped complaining? No. Back. no. Okay, so I've came back with one record. I was away for so long. Um, I tried to find another one that is in a box somewhere. I just can't find it at the minute. Please don't um, go look for it again. No, so I'm going to start off with this one. This one here is a promo single for AFI's hit song, Girls Not Grey. Um, it's, it's a promo thing that they sent out to like record companies. I don't know why I have it. Um, again, found it in a record store in Hull. Uh, I spent a lot of time there over the last like few years. Um, I bought this and the other record that I was looking for at the same time. Um, so the the which, record that we which found was. I'm getting to it. There's a story. Um, oh. So we went in, and I was like, it was just in a paper sleeve, and I was like, what the fuck is this? It had no markings on it. I was like, yeah. What what is this 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 what mystery twelve inch? Um, yeah. I was like, can we put this on to find out what it is? And he puts it on, and I hear drums. And I'm like, I know exactly what this is. Um, so it was NERD's She Wants to Move. Uh, it was like a test pressing of it. It's like a blank CD, a, a blank disc. It just now has written on NERD. Um, it's it's double-sided. I can't remember what the other song is that's on it, but it's uh, She Wants to Move by NERD. And he was like, oh, how much... I said to him, I was like, how much do you want for it? And he was like, oh, 15 quid? I was like, fucking yes, 15 quid. Here you go, mate. Uh, and then, obviously, found this at the same time. And I was like, how much for this? So he was like, I don't know, man, like 15 pound as well. And I was like, yes, 30 quid for both of these. Oh, my God. Unreal. This guy, this like, how, I wonder if this guy is still in business. I, I wonder so, if this shop this, is still open. Cause that his place crazy. was class. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, yeah. like, he's, got, he's obviously got great LPs in there that he's managed to pick up from somewhere, but not realising what they are. Because, like, no. <clears throat> have you ever looked in to try and find out if there's, like, known test presses for she wants to move? Because, like, no, that no, could uh, be I, one of very few test pressings of that LP. So it could be I, worth a shitload. I barely know how to use the ancient technology I use. Um, I have <laughs> no idea how to find stuff like that out. So it could be worth millions. I could be sitting on a real nest egg. But, um, do, you know who's, do you know who's actually worth speaking to about it? Because we've just mentioned them. My brother. He's right into really? LPs and shit. He would probably be able to find out how much it's worth. He's right into his LPs and shit. But he's the thing like, is, I like would an, never get rid of it. He's an collector. No, no, but it's still nice to know. Because there's, like, there's that many LPs that I've got that I would never get rid of, regardless of the value. Because they're just like either yeah. too cool in my eyes, or they mean something. So I just never could part with it. Like I have Steve Winwood's Ark of a Diver. Hell and it's yeah. just like I just love that album so much. It's just that kind of thing where it's you couldn't get rid of it. it. Doesn't matter how much it's worth. You know? What I did notice as I was going through my collection there, I trying to find something, is the amount of cancelled artists that I still have records for. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God. Not gonna get Call rid of it. But Oh, it's just like Morrissey, loads of Morrissey. Uh, he has I've been cancelled so many times that it's got to the point there where just nobody cares about him. That's true. Um, I've got a capsized record. Um, Did they get cancelled? Yeah, the singer was like a beast, so that's good. Naturally. Uh, I've got I've got Moose Blood records and they're all beasts also. Yep. And I have a couple of Burzum records, so... Who? Burzum. Burzum? I don't like, know who that is. 
Oh man, you need to Google this guy, Varg Vikarins or however you fucking say his stupid ass name. I'm gonna do it. Right he now. is like How he's like a mur- he's a murderer, <laughs> he is a racist, what? he's anti Semitic, he is a big <gasps> old white power guy. Burz Burz how do you spell it? B U R Z U M U R Burzum. Z U M Z Z U. Yeah, oh, I found him. yeah, he's a real, he, you know, he's a real character. <laughs> he's a real character, or also a terrible bastard. Yeah, horrible person. But the records that I've got, I quite like. So, whatever, I bought them a long time ago. Not long enough that he didn't do those things. He has done those things way before I was allowed <laughs> to buy music. But <gasps> oh my god, it was. A Are you looking at your shit? Was it He's a got a goatee. murder and the burnings of several churches in Norway. What is the actual... It's so metal, you know? It's so metal. <laughs> the most metal. This is, this, is, this is the type of guy that actually did the things that black metal bands write about. Yeah, there's like documentaries and shit about it, you know? Why like, have I it, never known uh, this? Do you remember me? We, me and Johnny went to and like the 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 rest went to see uh, that Lords of Chaos film. No. Okay. Cool. Pointless <laughs> conversation. Love it. Anyway, <laughs> it's got Macaulay Culkin's cousin in it. Um, he plays Euronymous from the band Mayhem. Right. Um, and it's also got um Val Kilmer's son in it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. He plays he plays Dead, I believe, who is the singer of the band Mayhem. Um so it's really fucked. Like it's all based on true events, it's obviously dramatized a little bit because Hollywood. Um yeah. but it, it, it for the most part it's like super um like to the point and what it was all about. Um it, it's really it's really worth it. It's pretty gruesome. Um like there's a lot of like definite trigger warnings that should be flagged going into right. it um <clears throat> mainly like suicide blood and guts and all that kind of stuff like it's pff, man it's it's intense it's a really really intense film when we went to see it we went to the premiere and uh, it was a glasgow film festival thing um and during the one certain scene the boy in front of me had a full-on seizure like brought on by by like this one gruesome scene and like he like threw his head back. It was like the Exorcist. It was like he was possessed. Oh uh, my god! Fucking whitey and everywhere. It was like a human fountain of sick. It was gross. Uh, he covered my entire bag in sick. Um, oh. And like my arms ended up like underneath his arms, and I was just like pointing them around. I was like, "This is like a water gun, like right now." <laughs> pointing them around. Yeah, like, like I was like one of those raids in Alton Towers. <laughs> You're soaking the kids like, go by on the fucking flume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what it was. But, but I had a man just vomiting everywhere. So like the guys next to him, the people next to him weren't moving. And I was like, "You're gonna have to move." And they're like, "Excuse me." And I was like, "Gotta move." <laughs> like get the way. Johnny like ran out of the Johnny ran out of the theater and he went to get one of the the people, um, who were like who work at the GFT, uh-huh. and. Lights came up, film got stopped, ambulance was called, like a fucking film. There was like two A&E nurses in the back row. They came down and started like putting them in the recovery position and all that stuff. Holy so, shit. Um, he, went, he went down the stairs with like the, the, like the paramedics when they actually arrived. I went to the bathroom to clean my bag. Um, <laughs> it was covered, man. It was gross. Uh, I went, so I went downstairs to like the reception area, and I saw the boy, and he saw my bag, and he was like, "Oh, mate, I'm so sorry." I was like, "Man, don't worry; oh, these yeah. things happen. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often, but they do happen." <laughs> like, and I, I kind of, I sat with him for a wee while, you know, like I just to make sure he was okay. Like the GFT took yeah. my bag and put it in the office. They definitely didn't want to do that, but they did. <laughs> like the sick cover bag. The guy was like, "Can I please give you?" Yeah, exactly. He was like, can I please give you money for this? Because I honestly feel awful. And I was like, dude, shut up. Like, it's fine. Bruh, I just no, sat with... And he was like, oh, I, I just feel so bad. And I was like, I'll tell you what, mate. And he was like, what? And I was like, that was some fucking dinner you had on you. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, 
you were going for ages. Like you were feeling <laughs> so unwell. And then bless him, he was like, "Oh, like there is one good thing that comes out of this." And I was like, "Ah," and he was like, "Ah, oh, I've been in an ambulance before. I'm quite excited about that." <laughs> I was like, "Ah, oh, fair enough." So I found out. I found out as well that the guy was like super unwell for the, like his girlfriend was telling me she was like super unwell for the last couple of weeks and he right. was getting a bit cabin fevery but they had these tickets booked for like weeks and weeks in advance so yeah. they were like do you know what he's kind of at the end of it let's get him out of the house make him feel better they went mm. for dinner and then they went to they, they, they came to this screening of this amazing film um but just the poor boy just had a fucking terrible time and uh jesus yeah i actually saw mayhem or like th- this latest like version of mayhem last year or mm-hmm. t- 2019 sorry at um damnation festival um so i was there with a uh, god eater death metal band from glasgow i was hanging out with them and they were playing damnation as well mayhem were the headliners so we were upstairs in like her um like dressing room area and we were right next to mayhem's dressing room uh, it's like oh, i shit. took a picture i took a photo of myself like, outside like next to like their logo and all that <laughs> yeah. and then there was just like a cunt like fucking stomping about top off the entire time uh on his back he had a massive mayhem tattoo uh, it turns out he was the bass player for Mayhem called Necro Butcher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it got to like showtime and uh, it got to showtime. Mayhem last minute decided they wanted to use their own sound desk. Um, oh, Jesus. So they, there was like a massive room. I think it holds like 3,000 people or something. That number could be exaggerated. But, right. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, change it over they start playing maybe two songs and they start having like sound difficulties uh, right also known as their entire board blew up um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it was just uh, so i'm watching this because i heard the rumblings that is because they changed over the, the sound desk and stuff and i was pissing myself laughing like straight up <laughs> like the singer's a guy called attila and like he like <clears throat> threw his threw his microphone down in a strop and walked around the back like because his makeup was running or something and um <laughs> like i'm standing let's say like properly belly laughing on the balcony watching them play yeah ne- necro butcher throws a bottle of wine out into like the crowd because he's pissed and then like he looks up and he just sees me and like we lock eyes and he's seen me the entire day round about the area that he is about to return to and yeah. he clocks me like i say belly laughing so hard that everything has gone completely wrong and i'm like oh okay <laughs> this this man is also a convicted murderer what um, the fuck yeah 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 and i'm just what? like straight up laughing can't help myself i'm like now nervous laughing which makes it even more funny so i'm just like this man's going to kill me when i go back upstairs he will be waiting for me and he will kill me Thankfully, the sound desk changed over like that. They come back, they play Death Crush. It's sick. I'm having a great time again. Um, <laughs> like you, you were already that, having a great time, but for a different reason. Yeah, for a different time. Uh, so uh, that that entire day was just bonkers, man. Like it was cool, like to see so many cool bands. Like you know me, I'm not entirely into like super heavy music anymore. Yeah. But that was that was a good time. Uh, I was I got kicked out of like the black metal boys room like that was a that was a fun moment so I was in like doing a pish and um, I washed my hands and they all fucking looked at me like I was like the worst thing that ever happened I was like sorry I'm not like a skeezy black metal guy <laughs> I just Wait, because you washed your hands yeah they gave me a look I was like what uh, as I was walking out I like bumped into a guy um I was like oh sorry mate. And, like, the guy was, like, way taller than me, so, like, that was fine. Um, but still almost broke his nose with, like, the top of my head. And then I, like, stad- stood back a minute, and it was a guy called Gal, who, like, sings in black metal bands, like, who's been in, like, Gorgoroth and stuff like that. Right. And he goes, it is fine. And I'm like, cool. But then I remember that that man is also a horrible human being as well, like, kidnapped people and done some really bad things. And I was like, imagine I broke his nose. What imagine I actually fuck? broke his nose. I'd have died. I'd have had the what? worst time ever. What is happening? What is happening? Black metal, black metal sick, bro. That's all it is. Deal with what? it. 
I've just, I, I, like, I don't listen to blackmail, so I, I'm never going to dive into this stuff, but you've rhymed off, like, four or five people who are all convicted of, like, grievous bodily harm. What the fuck is going on? Are they all part of, like, crazy-ass fucking blackmail orgies where they don't wash each other's hands and shit, and all they do is just, like, fuck each other's feet and then somehow become, like, murderers because they've got spears and shit at the same time? What the fuck is going on? Pretty much. Like, that's how it goes. <laughs> it's just every fucking time they're in a room together, get your dick out. It's like, oh, do you know how to play bass? Yeah, sick. Draw a pentagram on the ground on your blood and jerk off into it. Like, that's <laughs> how it goes. I would thoroughly recommend Lords of Chaos, though. It does get kind of gruesome. Nope. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things where I was just like, oh, that was a lot. But I enjoyed it. I haven't watched it since. I, w- I told... Uh, I told Richie about it, like the boy I work with, uh, yeah. who is in his 40s, has no idea about any sort of alternative music. Boy grew up listening to Oasis and idolizes yeah. Liam Gallagher. He's a crap <laughs> human being, but I love him all the same. Shout out Richie, man. Fucking love you. Um, but I, let, I, t- I told him about it, and he does this thing over his lunch break where he ignores you for the entire hour and watches nice. like something on the TV. So he just like sits on his phone and he just like watches whatever. Uh, so I told him about this film. He's like, "Right, I'm gonna watch. It. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna like sit at my lunch and I'm gonna watch it." It got to it got to the part that I knew was fucking intense. And I was like standing over his shoulder watching him. I was like, "Oh my god, how's he gonna react? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh my god, here it comes." And like, whatever happens, happens. I don't want to spoil it, like, because I want you to watch it and be grossed out. Uh, and then it happens, and he turns around and he goes, "Did you know that was going to happen?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, I knew that was going to happen. I've seen the film." I told like, you watch it. I told you watch it, bro. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, you could have fucking warned me, and I was like, absolutely <laughs> not, because I wouldn't have got this amazing reaction. Like that was yeah. insane. Did you know but, that was going to happen? Like, no, I forgot the one bit that's the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just that sweet naivety coming out of Richie there. <laughs> so funny. Oh yeah, that's my records. So uh <laughs> that's so fucked, man. I honestly had no idea that black metal was as was black metal. I guess like they're always talking about that kind of shit in their songs. If you can understand, <laughs> then I mean, at least they're yeah, honest in their songwriting. Yeah, they lived it, you know. Like they, 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 they were punk rock before real punk rock, you know. The- Punk, at least punk rock had its boundaries and they weren't actually murdering each That's... other. Nah. Well, maybe. Like, you've just sat here for the past 20 minutes telling me about how all these people were in bands were fucking murdering each other. Not each other. Then they wouldn't have a scene. Oh, no, they did kill... Like, they did. Yeah, they they killed did. Like, you've j- I've just sat and read it. Like, they were killing each other. Do you know what though? Like a lot of it for me, I I, I do love it, and like I I go through real moments of like like listening to a lot of black metal, um, mainly in the winter time when it feels just right, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am Norwegian right now because it's cold. Exactly, uh, but um, it's I I get really suckered into like the theatrics of it all, you right. know. Like I think I think that's why I love hair metal. Like when we spoke about that last week, and like I was like you were like, oh, where where does that come from when you uh-huh. where you love hair metal? And I'm like, I love the show. I yeah, love like right, the, okay. I love the over the top like everything with it. I love the hair. I love the makeup. I love the fucking pyro. I love the glitter flares and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like I think that's so much fun. And then you you look at like black metal, and black metal is like sacrifices fire makeup like you know like pig's blood and i'm like that's gross but i'm also (laughs) completely suckered into like the imagery and the symbolism and everything about it you know yeah Um, that let's say it it really gets me um because i enjoy being part of it you know like I, i love going to see ghost because ghost is an entire show but it's like this really corny satanic music, you know, like it is mm-hmm. like cock rock, like hair metal, but the guy's pretending to be the Pope, you know, <laughs> I, I, like that's everything I want it to be, you know, like the, 
like the band they calls them like nameless ghouls and all that kind of stuff and right. it's super corny and i know that like but it's the same reason that i i, I love black metal is it just they suckers me in because it's more than just the music and like people get really people get really into it and serious about black metal not so much with like hair metal you know like they're not like yeah fucking whatever like i love this band like but people in black metal like they get super super amped up and they almost like believe that they are like joining some sort of ritual <laughs> you know just like shut up the band's yeah. playing an hour and a half headline set what are you talking about like <laughs> it just makes me laugh man um not so much at them but just like the entire thing it's just funny yeah um, just, uh, you you kind of you get to buy into something that is a bit more than just music that you're buying into like you're saying the yeah. fucking theatrics of it and all that but it's like it's the same way why we'll sit and watch fucking we'll sit and watch fucking wrestlemania every year and shit like yeah you're buying into the theatrics of it all you're buying into the big fucking star-spangled show do you know what i mean yeah, it's, it's a like soap just... with oiled up men is essentially yeah. what we're watching it's the and suspension it's of disbelief awesome. you know yes um so like with with like the music and stuff like this, obviously a different kind of thing, because for a lot of people that is actually quite real, you know. Like a lot of these boys who are involved in black metal and all that kind of stuff were like Satanists and they believed in something else, you know. And it was a real belief for them. So the people that got involved with that kind of music, they they believed it too. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, it became a little bit more dangerous, especially when they were talking about like burning the churches and killing each other and all this, that, and the next thing. Yeah. Um, but it's like anything, you know. Like the message is good for a certain amount of time, and then after that, it's kind of fucked. Um, <laughs> but like that, that's like one of the big plot points of the film, and like obviously it's real life as well. Like between Varg fucking Vickerins or Vickerness or how you want to say his name, and the other boy that was playing Euronymous, like. They they had different opinions when it got to a certain point. They were like, "Oh, but this was all just like a ruse. It was a joke. It was like, it was just something corny to get people interested." And he's like, "No, no, I truly believe this. Let's burn down this church." Um, and it, it expands on that, you know. Like, it's definitely worth watching. I know I've kind of built it up in a terrible way. Um, but I've also not seen many films, and I really enjoyed that film. So it must be kind of good. <laughs> You know, but that's my justification. Like, I've not seen many films, so I don't really have anything to benchmark it against. My favourite films are this crazy one where people are killing each other and The Room. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. they're two good films. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. You know, like, <laughs> iconic. Iconic forever. <laughs> Oh, this was another weird and wonderful podcast. Another weird and random fucking episode. We're at an hour, so let's call it quits. Do you know what? The next one we do is going to be the last one I record in this little room. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's next crazy, day, baby. Man. Fuck. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fine. It'll be, be a little really bit weird. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I've not actually got a spot in the new place yet to do it, um, so I might actually end up back here. Like I haven't even got Wi-Fi set up, so. <laughs> you Super it, last minute with everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Well, I'll just, just well. To be fair, I'm literally tethered to my phone right now. Yeah, that's know? true. So that's true. all good. We'll do it in the flat. Yeah, and also you don't really need somewhere to set up because you could just take the microphone off the stand. It's nah, portable for a reason, dude. <laughs> it just plugs right into your laptop and you're good to go. Yeah, but I don't want to... I'm going to need like a little bit to clamp it on and all that kind of stuff because I'm not holding it. All right, man. I'm I'll just be, I'm just not holding it. I'm just going to leave you and let you do your thing. I never try and stand in the way of any of the choices you make because you're very stubborn and you're always right, supposedly. So I'm just going to hang back and let you do your thing. Correct. And correct. And well... That was another lovely conversation. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to cut you off when you start being shitty towards me. 
just where we're at with in our, in our relationship now. <sighs> right, um, if you've made again, if you've made it the whole way through, we love you so much. This has been stupid fun, and as usual, I always love doing it. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, share it with your family, especially your racist uncle because he will hate this episode because Absolutely. we like we actually like people and we don't like the police. So please share it with your racist uncle so we can get mad at us and help us go viral or something. What to do hey. is go and follow everything, go like, share, subscribe, all the good stuff. Gary still has not done the playlist that he promised two episodes ago. So we will get that out in twenty twenty four, around that time. Yes. Okay. And the only thing that we will be one hundred percent sure of in twenty twenty four is still fuck the cops and fuck <laughs> you if you disagree. Okay. I love you loads. I will speak to you next week. Goodbye. Love you too, man. See you later.